Hello there and happy new year. I'm Dominique Saint-Pierre and you're listening to Go Podcast. Today I wanted to talk about, you know, how to prevent null pointer errors in uh, in your code. There there has been a you know, a decently popular post uh, last week on Reddit actually on that. And the person that posted the was you know was saying at the end of of their post something like well i i really like go and whatnot but uh since that error i'm not sure i i can i can recommend go anymore or something like that and um you know i i i felt it very very interesting because you know Let's let's let me just resume a little bit the post. So if you haven't uh, seen it or you don't really know what I'm talking about, so basically, a a company had some kind of production Go application that uh, was you know that has been written by maybe not junior developer, but you know developers that were not really used to Go. So that that was mentioned in the post, and uh, you know this application was uh, was basically. Uh, bound to a, a a SQL table that uh, that add uh, one or multiple fields that allow nulls uh, columns values in there and basically uh, you know as at some point someone inserted a row into that table with a null value and now the production application kept uh, crashing and reopening and things like that so they you know, there there were money uh, money lost involved in that and whatnot. So I I fully understand you know the point of view of the of the person that posts. But on, on the other hand, I mean this this is plaguing our industry from you know most uh, languages uh, languages that do not really have a result uh, result type, for example. So any, anything that that do involve. Uh, object oriented uh, and and things like that so this is this is the 1 billion dollar mistake uh, the you know the null references they references they referencing a, po- a pointer that points to nothing is going to crash on all sorts of languages so it's it's not it's not go at all i mean it it has nothing to do with go so that you know that's that's what i i found very interesting because they, well, what I what I felt was like they they were kind of finger pointing towards the toward go, but um, you know, to be frank or to be clear, I mean, I, I I think that that could have happened in in all languages in in Java.net and and things like that. I mean, this is this is not tied to go, and how how would you prevent that? So well. I, I did a, a YouTube video on that, so I mean, if you if you are interested in uh, interested into uh, looking exactly uh, on code sample and whatnot, uh, I, I've restarted my channel uh, on YouTube as well. Um, so you know, side uh, side note in here, I, I gave me I, I gave a small challenge to me uh, to try to post uh, at least once per week uh, on on my YouTube channel on this 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 podcast and also on on the blog that i have um so uh so yes i mean let's see let's see how it will go i i don't know but uh you know suffice to say that how would you prevent that from from your side well i like i was saying in in the youtube video this this is a this is a solved problem actually there there's there's the null string null int and you know null x type in the sql package 
that that directly attack this uh, this issue. So when you are declaring your structure that uh, you know replicate exactly what you have on your SQL table, if you have uh, columns on your database that are allow nulls, then you know, you can just use a SQL dot null string, for example, and now you you have you have a way to trap those. So you have a valid field, and you have a, the 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 string field on on the structure. So you know, there there's no danger of of dereferencing a a nil pointer in Go. Actually, that that points to uh, to uh, to something that does not exist actually, because. You know that that's what I was doing in the YouTube video. I, I was trying to try trying to find what what could have been the cause, the exact cause, or uh, you know, try to do some uh, I don't know some projection or uh, speculation on what could have happened because it was still very vague and uh, I I kind of you know created some examples and some potential issues that that arise normally with pointer and whatnot so basically i what i what i you know my my best supposition that might have happened was that they might have a a function attached to their structure and inside that uh, inside that function they might have the reference the field that that could be a nil uh, so it was probably a string pointer. So they might have the reference that. Uh, so yeah, again, I since I don't know exactly what happened, but I, I was I was trying to to give some example, and and to be frank, frank, I mean, uh, as good software engineer, yeah, we 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 still need we still need to catch those in in code review, I think. So if you are going to let some developers uh, new to a language, so you know it's it's not really it's not really only related to Go, but if you, if you are going to let them write code that that will run into production, then I mean there has to be some some code review that that is involved by a more experienced programmers, you know, before that that process or that that program is put into production i mean let's let's do uh let's do some validation and 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 you know most of often than not uh you know the majority of errors that that occur on the back end on languages like like go and you know every, everything that do have pointer um you know the the null reference error is is still true i mean we 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 still need to have a lot of you know, guard against code that that is touching. Uh, you know, when we know that we are using a, a pointer, we still need to check. You know, is this thing is is nil? Uh, so, in in my example on the YouTube video, what what I was doing was, you know, I, I had this this uh, this combine function that that was attached to the the structure. So the structure received. The, you know some some field from the database and and you create a a function on uh, you know a function on this uh, a pointer receiver uh, that that you are receiving from the structure uh, type but uh, but yes I mean you still you still need to first check you know am I am I receiving something actually in the in the receiver because your your uh, you know not only the field that is type uh, 
you know, pointer to a, st a string can be nil, but the structure itself that the function is receiving, so the pointer receiver can receive a nil as well. So if you are going to to do, uh, you know, anything with with that that structure that is passed to you, you still you still need, if it's possible, if you know that it it is remotely possible that the structure is going to be nil, then you need to check that it's nil. So, and you know. With 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 all the uh, you know the, the the first the first aversion that most people have towards Go when they are starting is regarding the if uh, error not equal nil, but if you are using some pointer, you will have a lot of code that is similar to that. And but now you will you will check for, you know, is this pointer pointing to something actually? Can I you know is it safe for me to access its field to difference it at some point? So. So again, I mean, it's it's not it's not because pointer are there that that uh, you know we need to use that for anything. So that that is that is one thing. Uh, for database, like I was saying, I mean th this is a solved problem. You can use the SQL package and use the null uh, x y and z and things like that. You know, but when we are outside of a database, then I mean good discipline good software engineering discipline is is needed at this moment you know are you really needing a pointer in here why you know why exactly do you want to uh, to use a pointer and uh, you know people keep keep talking about rust and and you know languages with result type but arguably we do have a, a kind of a nice built-in way if you think about that to to do you know a little bit you know I'm not saying that it, it is the same I'm saying that it's a little bit similar to what a result type is if we were to have a function that can return a nil and a, a, an error for example so why not just return a structure and use the error and communicate that you know what this 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 data is empty or it's not possible to fill this structure and whatnot so instead of returning no error but a nil which could be dangerous if if there's not enough discipline in in the the team or in the you know multiple teams that might that might be using uh, maybe maybe it's a package an internal package that that is de developed internally at your organization and now you know the caller needs to needs to account for you know it's possible that there will not be any error but still the the structure that is returned by this function is going to be nil and now if you if you if you pick any kind of junior developer you know they might not think about that themselves it's if it's not very very clear at some point um you know we've all been bitten by this this thing and and this is plaguing uh, javascript as well you know how many how many times uh there there is function call on the undefined or null uh, object and whatnot in, in javascript this this is the same on all of those languages so go go has nothing to do with that it's it's an industry uh wide thing to to really think about this thing and and be uh yeah, again, be be disciplined about that, and so that's why I'm I'm saying that if we were to use instead of using a a, a nil pointer, we we you know we could use directly the error. So now we all already uh, we are already 
you know, used to check for errors. So why not introduce a custom error on your on your package, for example, and uh, that that would that would tell something like, well, there, there's no data, whatever. So inside the 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 check for error. So if if error is is not nil, then we could check. Okay, is this error? Uh, the empty value one and now you know your your program can can do the caller at least can do something with that so they will they will at least always have this code path that you know it, it's very clear if if the function is supposed to to return something uh it, it's either something or it's either an error and you know arguably this is kind of close ish to a result type so i'm uh you know, I, I've been I've been doing a lot of Elm since 2017, whatever. But you know, there there there's a great typing uh, typing system in Elm, and I mean, I I, I fully agree that results are, are great, but we we in, and and I've seen I've seen people trying to replicate that with with generics and Go and whatnot. But I mean, why not just use the already already familiar you know two tuple that we are returning so you you, ha you have a, a fully a fully working structure or you have an error and and we communicate via the error just i think just like it is intended that you know what there there's no da data in here so there's no need to to check because otherwise you will need to first check for the error and after that you will need to check well if the thing that i'm receiving the structure, if it's a pointer, then is it, you know, is it null? Is it nil? So, uh, granted, in terms of lines of code, there, you know, there's not much difference. It's the same, but I think it's a little bit safer, and especially maybe for, uh, you know, younger developers that might not have been bitten by this so far in their careers as much as, you know, people with with uh, with more years of experience have uh, so so yes i mean this this could be uh this could be uh something to think about but again i mean is is a pointer is really required uh is is and i i know i already did a an episode on that i mean but uh but this this post was kind of triggering something inside me because it felt a little well, first of all it was really popular so um but it, it felt like it was it was implying that this was a go thing, and uh, you know I'm sorry, but uh, I've written a truckload of application in in my career so far, and you know, other than uh, functional programming like Elm, for example, I've always seen these issues in all of them. So you know, if you think about C sharp, for example, there, there there's there is you know. People keep talking about if error is not equal to nil, but in C sharp you are always checking. Well, is this thing a string or a, or a, what is it? String or empty? I think something like that. So th there's always you know you are always checking for for null in in those uh, languages. I I would bet that Java is is very similar. Um, yes, I haven't done Java in my life. I was uh, I could not. But yes, that's a that's another story. But uh, uh, yes, yeah, so I mean, make sure that make sure that you uh, you impose some discipline into your team when uh, you know this is this is just the you know basic uh, software engineering. So make sure that if you are uh, using 
point or that when when people are doing code review and whatnot, make sure that there is some guardrails around around that. And uh, again, I mean, yes, I, I I don't agree at all with with this. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just assuming that the post was implying because uh, the poster said something like, you know, I. I I will have a very hard time to recommend Go anymore, and I'm, you know, it, it triggers something inside me because, you know, I mean, I just, uh, just think that Go is is is, is good. Uh, you know, it's it's not it's not the the only thing, and and again, I mean, I, I always keep saying, don't don't say that you are switching to a language, just just say that you are learning a new language, and you're not ditching what you have learned, and it's fine, it's all good to. You know, to to have multiple languages, I I, I you know I, I still write some uh, some Python myself. I you know I, I like to dabble into uh, functional programming a little bit here and there when I can. You know, it's 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 our job. It's it's what we are paid for. It's it's probably what you like. And myself, I you know this is this is my job, but it's this is my, also my hobby. I I just I just love to program. So I mean. Uh, I, I I do do appreciate to learn uh, lots of languages and whatnot. But uh, pointer are you know they are uh, they need some attention. They need your full uh, you know full dedication, and you need to have uh, those kind of if, if statement around them. Otherwise, well, yes, it will happen in production. And again, I mean, changing data into production without. Uh, you know, without running any kind of program locally or in in a, in a test environment and whatnot, you know, th those things will happen. It 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 is, it is what it is. We, uh, you know, no matter how many tests you have, uh, you know, th those things will happen if if there's not enough code. But arguably, if you are if you are going to use pointer and and it's possible that a pointer could be nil, well. Should you have a test that that test for for all your code path? You know, is is it going to crash your your program? It should not, or maybe it should because now it's it's implied that this this pointer it's impossible that it, that it could be nil. And now, I mean, well, how how will you how will you ensure that? So I mean, th this is a little bit tricky. I mean, it's not you know it's not the end of the world, but. Uh, those pointer even though they are very easy in go they they still they you know they still need to be a little bit you know talked about taught you need, you need yeah yeah there there's some thinking to be uh, to be had for that all right on that have a good week and uh, see you next week <laughs>